0: hello everyone my name is hannah styron and this is josie and you're listening to wish you were here I tried a theme. I, th- I tried a thing with the intro. I don't know if it worked, but
1: what do you mean you tried a thing?
0: It felt very dramatic, so I oh, thought okay. it like went
1: with <laughs> what we're talking about today. Ah, uh, okay. I was gonna, I was gonna say like you being dramatic and me just not at all, <laughs> which typically
0: is how that goes. Yeah, it normally is. So today. Uh, we're going to be talking about something that's very near and dear to Josie and my hearts.
1: More so you, but like I'm getting there.
0: <laughs> it's very near to Josie and my heart. <laughs> um, So we're going to be talking about Broadway. Um, I feel like this is a kind of an all-encompassing thing because there are a, a lot of, a lot of, of, of stuff to talk about there's it's a very broad topic mm-hmm. um <laughs> so <clears throat> um i am pursuing my degree in theater so i feel like i'm uh, very qualified to talk about this not quite as qualified as <laughs> some people because my introduction to theater was a little later in
1: my life see honestly that was the same with me in film though like, I was telling somebody yesterday... No, not yesterday, because I didn't talk to anybody yesterday. Um, I was telling somebody... I want to say Saturday? Saturday? Yeah. yeah. yeah no, would- Friday. It was Friday. Because okay. I was telling Anne when we were coming back from Lion King. And I was telling her that I was kind of like... I'm a little bummed that I didn't get into film and theater Um, earlier than I did because film I think like the I think like the like the foundation had been in film and theater because when I was younger I was really into that stuff and my parents put me in different like they put me in a like a theater camp and um and my school did did stuff with that Um, and so I think the foundations were there, but it never really clicked until my junior year of high school and the theater really didn't click until I got to high school. I mean, not high school, uh, college. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, I had always
0: been, I had always enjoyed musicals. Like, my favorite movie as a kid growing up was, White Christmas. And, like, then another musical, which was The Quest for Camelot um so like musicals had always kind of been a part of my life and i'd always loved them but like they were always movie musicals they were never like like live musicals um but yeah so uh let's let's kind of chit chat about some of the the shows we've seen i have not seen a whole lot of professional shows Um, it's increasing now, um, because of my lovely parents, um, (laughs) and also because of the fact that, um, because I'm a a theater major, one of the things for all of our theater or music classes is, uh, on the syllabus for every class, we have to go see, um, a show, at least one or two shows, and then do what we call a show report on it, which is basically kind of talk about the show, talk about, um, what we liked, what we didn't like, um, and what we felt worked in the show and what we felt didn't work in the show. So I've h- had to do those, which means I've seen a lot of theater recently. Um, but most of the theater I go to see is not professional. It's either community theater or it's, um, like a, a, um, like a high school production or something like that. But I have seen, I've seen Wicked. I saw the touring company of Wicked. I have seen the, um, touring company of Oh, what are the movies? Oh, um, Wizard of Oz. That was fairly recently. Um, Didn't you see Rent, too? Yeah, I saw Rent, which was pretty okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's rent so you know (laughs) it's like iconic it's rent so iconic in the theater industry yeah because of Jonathan Larson rest in peace um I saw rent oh what else did I see um
1: oh there were more oh um what was the didn't you see something rotten or is that coming yes no that was
0: I saw that I was like I'm completely blanking up what happened at the beginning of the season for the Chrysler Center I'm like what shows did I go see I don't even know It's too early for this Um, but yeah and then at the end of this month which is a show that I'm very pumped about I'm going to go see Finding Neverland which was like one of the first shows that I like became obsessed with it's such a good show such a good show And then I will also see Lion King at the end of this season too. Which you just
1: saw. For the second time, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess it's seg- segues into the shows I've seen. <laughs> so, um, the first show I've already, I mean, the first show I ever saw was Phantom of the Opera, which we went to New York for something and my parents were able to find, like, pretty cheap she- sheets, seats. um, I'm so tired, uh, pretty cheap seats for Phantom of the Opera, and mind you, I was probably, like, 12, <laughs> um, so that scarred me,
0: um, yeah, Phantom <laughs> is a pretty intense show, um, I wouldn't necessarily recommend taking your child to go <laughs> see it. Um, Frozen on it's Broadway or any of the other Disney Broadway shows, I feel like would be Aladdin, a better maybe. idea. Little Mermaid, <laughs> yeah. maybe the SpongeBob one. <laughs> uh no, they've closed. Little Mermaid oh, and SpongeBob have both closed. Okay, uh, Little well, Mermaid closed like, a while back,
1: but SpongeBob closed this season. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what. There now, we're not. Um, so, yeah, start of a Phantom of the Opera. Ooh,
0: Anastasia, which is closing
1: March 31st. <laughs> it's I'm fine. It's fine. Go, go see it while you can. It's
0: fine.
1: I, I saw Wicked uh, with the touring company. And then I saw on my senior trip, we went and saw Lion King and Aladdin. Which, actually, interesting fact about Aladdin, the original guy who plays Aladdin, was my honestly, uh, my Spanish-slash-science teacher's nephew. Adam Jacobs? Yeah, I think so, yeah.
0: Oh, that's cool. Then Ariel yeah. Jacobs, who replaced um, Jasmine on Broadway, Courtney Reed, um, Ariel Jacobs is his sister, and they're currently doing a show on a cruise ship which they have done at uh feinstein's 54 below no yeah 54 below and um it's like a sibling rivalry or something like that but they have this really funny bit where they talk about the fact that they've Played separately at different times, but they've played characters who are in love with each other, and so then like some like the pianist starts getting carried away with it, and then it leads into like this love duet, which is like the best thing I've ever heard. Cause they're like, ew, that's gross, ew, like <laughs> this is no, no, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's amazing. Um, but yeah, she she told us this one story that they went and saw it all they went not saw aladdin and i think they had tickets to or was it they were able to like to meet the cast and like because obviously like that that's their family member um and was it was was he their nephew i just know they were related somehow um but everybody was kind of just standing outside waiting to meet meet the cast and Adam Jacobs walks out, and um, he makes, like, a beeline straight for my science-slash-Spanish teacher's family. And everyone's like, what? W- why Why them first? And she's like, Haha, I'm related to him. <laughs> like, <laughs> without saying the word suck it, but... Like, <laughs> the hierarchy
0: of stage door. <laughs>
1: hmm But yeah, so, saw so Lion King and Aladdin. And then just recently, so Lying in the King again, uh, it was Anne's first time ever seeing a Broadway show, and so, I felt really bad, cause she got sick Friday. Oh no. Like, yeah, like her, like, she, it was kind of like the beginning of a cold, and, um, and she was telling us she was like, if I fall asleep while watching, like don't don't wake me up because like you know she just wasn't feeling well. And I'm sitting there going, I don't think you're gonna be able to fall asleep because <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna start watching. And like literally, we start watching it. And I told her I was like, I don't think you're gonna be able to fall asleep. And she goes, Yeah, I kind of thought about that. Yeah, and, no, Lion
0: King is a really well done show. It's
1: oh yeah, it's. It's amazing. I love the puppets, like the puppets that they use for things. Yeah, it's so great, and how they incorporate puppets into people's costumes. Yeah, like hyenas. That's so freaking amazing. Yeah, and Zazu is the greatest. Love Zazu. Um, My favorite character though is Rafiki. Um, I I absolutely love Rafiki. And um, I love
0: Zazu's songs. Like the morning report is really funny. I just I love all of the puns in it. It's the best.
1: I know, and I like how um, because it's a tra- it was a traveling company that we saw because we saw it here in Springfield, and um, there's in the scene where um, Mufasa like is it, the wild to be seen, and because th- it was in Springfield, something that Springfield's really like known for is cashew chicken. And so one of the hyenas is looking at the wildebeest, and they're all going like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, part? "Cashew
0: chicken." That's really oddly specific, but okay, it is.
1: Yeah, and and even made the point. She goes, "I love how like a like Chinese food like is very popular in Missouri, but we're like the whitest state ever." <laughs> So, um, yeah, there's that. Um <laughs> but so yeah, one of the, the hyenas are all looking at the wildebeest and they're like, We really want to eat some right now and they're like, No, wait, like we gotta wait and one of them goes, I really want some with some cashew like some Springfield cashew chicken and they got the entire theater just in an uproar. We're like, That's amazing.
0: Thank That's you. Oh, uh, when we went to go see um the Wizard of Oz, uh, they were talking with the lion. And this is, like, when they first met the lion, And so they just had, if I only had the nerve. And the lion was talking about, I was abandoned as a kid. (sighs) And, like, something about Pride Rock or something like that. But he never came right out and said anything about the Lion King. (laughs) But he inferred it to the point where, like, we couldn't even hear his line. Because I was dying of laughter. I was, like... I had lost it.
1: (laughs) So, um, is a headcanon idea that, um, the Cowardly Lion is actually (laughs) Simba. Yeah, I'm okay with
0: that. I'm okay with that. (laughs) Headcanon. Yep, okay. (laughs) But But yeah, so,
1: that was, that was, uh, seeing Lion King. Yeah, I can't wait. I really loved it. cannot wait
0: to go see it. Yeah, so um, puppets, speaking about puppets, puppets are a really cool and interesting thing. And I'm not just saying that because work for Sesame. Like, puppets are (laughs) a really interesting way of telling stories and getting around things. Like, um, when Thomas Nelson did Beauty and the Beast, that was what we used. We used puppets for all of the characters instead of getting mascots. So they had, like... Mo- were you a part of? No, I Beauty wasn't. And the Beast? I wasn't. It was when I was working three jobs and had twelve credit oh. hours. No, I wasn't a part of mm. Beauty and the Beast. Okay, <laughs> I was just I saying, like have I remember. Time.
1: It. I was like, I remember you were part of Grand Duke, and you're just recently at Into the woods. I'm like, I don't remember hearing about Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: I was just I knew a lot of people in the cast, and like mm-hmm. um, I saw it, and so, but yeah. Okay. But um but yeah, so that was what we used. Like Lumiere was a was a hand puppet and um so was like Cogsworth and um a bunch of the other like um uh oh what enchanted things were puppets and it was mm-hmm. like chip it was real cute. It was real fun. It was a good show. But yeah, so
1: yeah, I think the puppets, and, like, and you, you'll see this soon when you see Lion King, the puppets are really, like, well-made.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, like, puppets on Broadway are so well-made. Like, have you seen any yeah. of the... um, King Kong just recently opened, and have you seen any of the clips of, like, actual... Like, the actual gorilla? It's, like, a puppet, I think... I don't remember exactly how many puppeteers it calls for, but it calls for a lot of puppeteers, and, like, the movement... It, Like, it literally looks like it's an animatronic gorilla. And it's not. Everything is being controlled via a live puppeteer.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Like, it's insane.
1: Yeah. And there's, like... And not even just, like, the puppet... Okay, so, like, with Lion King... Okay, this... (laughs) This entire podcast is just gonna be about the Lion King now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But no, like... um, Like... How they incorporate, because cause before the show, Anne was saying that, like, oh, like, she was really hoping for there to be live lions, <laughs> and I was like, no. no. And she was saying, like, we have um, Sight and Sound. It's, like, a Christian theater. They do a bunch of uh Christian productions. Yeah. And they'll use live animals. And I was like... Yeah, here's the issue. With Lion King, everything is an animal. Yeah. So, (laughs) and you can train animals, but I feel like still (laughs) they're a little unpredictable. Yeah, especially when they're like
0: big cats like lions and like giraffes and Mm -hmm. elephants. Like with sight and sound, it's a little bit easier because they use like camels or sheep or like yeah doves and yeah but
1: even then a lot of the animals that they that they do are either like robotic cuz like in creation um they're they have a um performance on like how the world's created in the beginning of Adam and Eve and they have like an animatronic dinosaur head <laughs> Just moving through like, It's the side. T-Rex
0: from Jurassic Park
1: <laughs> mm, No it's more like the um, Like Littlefoot Like the bigger version of Littlefoot From Land Before Time Here for it Yeah I can't remember the name of them right now Um,
0: The Bronchiosaurs?
1: Maybe I was never good at dinosaur names um, I don't know <laughs> it's, a dinosaur, it's, a, wrong, <laughs> it's a dinosaur If we're wrong Please correct us Send us an email and be like That's you guys are that wrong That's all that
0: matters
1: Yeah anyway so like they would have that Well I mean had it's had also it. kind
0: of hard to have a live dinosaur
1: Well you, yeah But like they also had like a turtle And it would be somebody In like this little Like turtle thing Shell? That was on wheel Yeah turtle shell
0: <laughs> But Tracy's they They're literally it like
1: <laughs> don't make fun of me i'm tired <laughs> you and um, me both but like it would be somebody in the turtle shell like controlling it so but then yeah with so like that would Lion be a king, that would
0: be a puppeteer yeah that would so be with a Lion puppet king
1: like everything's an animal so you have to you have to make costumes that incorporate animals into it or figure out a way to you know uh, what Yes, Hannah. <laughs> you know what else is a
0: puppet? <laughs> Olaf and Sven in Frozen on Broadway. And yeah, that's Sven right. the costume for because it is a full costume. It um it was a little bit like um Warhorse. Uh I don't think it's a two person costume though, and I think Warhorse was a two person costume because the horse was pretty huge. Um, mm-hmm. But the puppeteer and the actor for Sven literally has, like, stilts, like, to show, like, how, uh, you know, how, like, reindeer normally stand. And then, like, he gets in and crouches over and, p- like, puts himself in the rest of Sven's body and, like, is leaning over for the entire show.
1: Yeah, it's the same with the giraffes yeah. in Lion King. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think we went on a tangent talking about anyway. puppets. Puppets um, are a great, great <laughs>
0: way of doing, um, of, like, finding ways to circumnavigate, like, issues that you have with live theater, of, like, trying to get a candlestick to talk, um, or <laughs> yeah. a bunch of safari animals, like to sing like
1: (laughs) yeah puppets are freaking amazing puppets
0: are a really great way and especially if you do them really well it can be a really great way to kind of just immerse your your audience into into the the world that you're trying to create
1: yeah because that's one more point and then we'll go on to what else we have planned for this podcast (laughs) um with timone it's and I was telling Ann about this as we were leaving the theater. And I was like, I found it like it amazed me the first time I saw it. It amazed me still, like the second time that I saw it, that Timon, like the puppet for Timon, is it's the actual meerkat, and um, and it's somebody behind him, behind the puppet, that's actually like you know moving the mouth and talking. And he's painted, like he's wearing all green clothes, and he's painted all green. And I get, like, I don't know how they figured out that color to make people not really even see the guy behind Timon. Cause like obviously like yeah you see him you're like okay yeah that makes sense there is a guy standing behind Timon it's not an actual meerkat that's standing like six feet tall <laughs> um, or however tall that meerkat is um I don't, like, I don't it's, feel like it's like he's it's, that tall I feel like he's shorter I I'm bad at estimating sizes um because <laughs> like
0: doesn't Timon come to like the waist of the performer
1: no like the chest. So he'd probably probably be like like four four or five. Yeah. Um, Again, I'm really bad at estimating sizes. It's the same thing with
0: Olaf. Like that's how Olaf is puppeteered. By the way,
1: the Olaf that is now on Broadway, because the
0: original Olaf just left, is now female. Hmm. Interesting. So I really want to go see Frozen now, so that I can go cheer on this lady Olaf.
1: Um. But yeah, like I don't, I don't know what it, what it is about that green color that just makes you not like even think like oh yeah there's a guy there like logically in your brain you do think that but then yeah when you're watching it you're watching and part of the, it is like the meerkat
0: the puppeteer's job is to make sure that like the puppet is so engaging and so like lifelike that you are drawn to looking at the puppet instead of looking at the puppeteer
1: like I always yeah. feel
0: like the puppeteer is not doing their job correctly if instead of looking at the puppet I'm looking at them yeah. Um, which is something that's really hard to do, but at the same time, like, you have to learn how to do it when you're a puppeteer.
1: Yeah. Okay, so that's uh, enough talk about puppets. So. <laughs>
0: this entire podcast is going to be about puppets I now. mean, I, like I said, we'll probably have multiple podcasts about Broadway just because there's so much to talk about and we can't get it all in one podcast. Because time yeah. is a thing.
1: Yeah, well, my director likes to say that time's a construct. <laughs> well, I mean, it is, but, like, at the
0: same time, it is a construct that our society relies heavily on. So even if it is a construct, it's one that we can't just throw away. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um, so I kind of want to talk about, like, the different jobs that are in a theater. So theater is a really um, collaborative process, as my professors love to remind me. Um, and it requires everyone kind of pitching together and like bringing the skills that they have to, um, to make everything kind of work. Yeah. So, um, the, most of the time, uh, your, uh, Broadway show will start with a director and a producer, um, And most of the time they will, um, the producers and mainly in charge of like the money and budgets and things like that. And then the directors in charge of the unifying vision for the show. And then it is the director's uh, job to then communicate that vision to the actors and the designers. So that would be scenic design, lighting design, um, uh, costume design, sometimes projection, um, and other things like that, uh, bringing, the director brings together everyone to make sure that everything fits in the world of this show. Um, of course, you cannot have theater without having actors. Um, so a lot of times you have principal actors, which are named characters, um, which are named characters and basically do the majority of the talking. Those would be like your protagonist and your antagonist. Um, you have secondary characters, which are characters that still do some talking, are named, but aren't necessarily like super important. So like if we're talking about this like in the world of Romeo and Juliet, Romeo and Juliet would be the principal characters. Um, Tybalt and Mercutio would be secondary characters. Um, and then you have the ensemble, which are, um, just, uh, people there to make the world seem like it is a world full of people. A lot of times, uh, the ensemble helps show the audience how to react to certain things that are going on on stage. Um, so like if, you're watching a show and you've never seen the show before, you have no clue what the show is about, and you're watching it and um something happens and this person mic like the principal's mic cuts out and you can't hear them anymore. Well the ensemble can still hear them and so what can happen is um the show must go on, obviously. And so the principal will keep giving their lines and then the ensemble will start like reacting to what's going on which helps you show like which helps you be like oh this is a bad thing because they're like crying or like this is a really great thing because they're laughing and they're happy or something like that um so i think like the ensemble has a pretty important part and then after the ensemble you have um understudy standbys and swings and those are very important too uh, understudies are ensemble members who um, cover principal and secondary tracks. Um, and then standbys are not in the ensemble, but they cover um, principal and secondary tracks. In the off case that like something happens to the principal character, instead of having to pull in someone from the ensemble, uh, you have your standby ready, and then they can get ready and then get into the show. So you have those, those are standbys. Swings are kind of like standbys except they're for the ensemble. Um. So like if something happens and um, someone in the ensemble gets injured, you would have a swing who would be ready to go and get in through the show. So those are like actor roles. Then, um, during a show run, you have a bunch of people who help make sure that the show is running correctly. Um, so you have your stage manager. They're there from the beginning of the rehearsal period until the end of the show. Um, they call the show, which means that everything, um, everything that happens in the show, like um, uh, like. Any lighting change or any set change or um, anything like that is called a cue. And the stage manager's job is to call those cues as they come up in the show. Um, Any sound effects, um, things like that, that's all the stage manager's job. Um, You have um, a bunch of other people under the stage manager, but they are very, very... In order to go through everyone, it's going to be a very long list, so I'm just trying to give you bits and pieces. Um, you have wardrobe. Uh, wardrobe's job is to take care of the costumes. Um, they sew or mend any rips or tears, wash the costumes, make sure they're uh, performance ready day in and day out. Um, and then under the wardrobe, you have dressers who um, are kind of in charge of making sure that the actors are dressed appropriately uh, according to their the costume and, like, how the costume is supposed to be worn. And then they also assist with quick changes. Um, There's also, like, a bunch of other things that go on. Like, you have your props master. um, You have stage hands. um, You have uh, your sound board op, your lighting board op. There are a lot of things that go on in making sure that this show runs the way it's supposed to run and kudos to them all because they rarely see it like audiences rarely see all the hard work that everyone does so kudos to them <laughs> anyway now that that really long uh lecture is over um do you i so i've Kind of been on both sides of like the cast and then the crew. So, cast is like performers on stage, and then crew is like everyone else. Um, and like I've been on both sides, Josie. You've pretty much only been on the crew side, right?
1: Um, actually, no. Um, ooh, ooh. Okay, so uh, before, I, before I got riddled with self, or social anxiety, and <laughs> no, um so when I was younger, my parents put me, I think they just needed me to do something one summer. And so they put me in a, like a day camp. It was actually at Thomas Nelson. Um, I don't think I've ever told you this story. I know, um, I don't think I've heard this. <laughs> they put me in a theater camp called i spy which i don't think is a thing anymore um it's definitely not it's definitely not it's definitely not (laughs) i'm curious since you go to thomas nelson do you like do you know of anything like that happened with them (laughs) not that i'd be offended if something did happen i'm just curious (laughs) oh okay um but yeah so they used to they used to hold this camp least that one summer they did i don't know if they did this before um but they held a camp at thomas nelson and the year that i was in it we all had to audition um and i got a part for one of the lost boys but all but all the lost boys were girls yeah that's normally how it goes peter pan's also a girl Yeah, but so we kept calling ourselves the Lost Girls, and our director didn't like that. Um, (laughs) So, um, yeah, so that was one experience, because I had some lines of that. Um, But even then, I was more interested in the the behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, Then, let's see, I was in... So, at my high school, we used to do every other year a group called Academy of the Arts would come and we would get our scripts like we would do auditions and get our scripts and like our parts and all of that like weeks before um probably even like a month or so in advance maybe even before that I don't quite remember it's been a long time and we would um they would come for a week and for that entire week we didn't have like actual like academic classes Um, we would have a study hall if we weren't doing anything else, but they would give us classes and like, well, usually all the girls learned how to do makeup, um, or whatever crew you were on. Um, I ended up being on props in my second, my, the two other times that I did it. Um, but my first year doing that, I was a servant girl. I think I had like one or two lines, um my second year I what show oh it was called uh, Joseph of Arimathea they're they're not like they weren't like actual like you know I know they were written but still (laughs) they were like written by this place um the second semester the second year that we did it or that I was a part of it I don't remember what the show was called but it was about the civil war and I was supposed to have a part in that, but I was able to have somebody else take it because that was the year I got into props and I really enjoyed doing props. And I was like, I would rather do this during the show than be on stage and have like one line because I would have had to wear the costume the entire time. I'm like, that makes it difficult when doing props. So uh-huh. no. Um, and then the third year, which was my junior year. Yeah. My junior year. We did... um. Um, it was a story about Paul, um, the apostle, and I got the part of Ananias. (laughs) I played a dude, and I had a mustache, it was, a mustache and beard, it was great, but I also did props then, too. So, yeah, I have a little experience being on cast, but nothing like, you know, being a main character or anything, which I'm completely fine with. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm more, more wanting to do behind-the-scenes stuff, so yeah so that's my experience (laughs) well
0: we always have fun with theater so Mm -hmm. doesn't really matter what your experience is just as long as
1: it's a good one yeah and it is definitely something that I want to get into more like even probably go to school for it too I'm telling you theater's real fun theater's real fun I yeah, know from the like, little bit of experience I've had with it, and like my my thing is, I love behind the scenes stuff. Um, that that's just that's always been stuff that I've loved, um, and like I really wish I had gotten into it a lot earlier than I did, um, especially with film, because I think like that gave me a little bit of a disadvantage. Um, cause I wasn't somebody who was making films when I was like, when I was a kid. Um, I was always writing though. So, you know, that makes up for something, but, but yeah, I, I just, I don't know when I think about film and I think about theater, like I love music and I like being able to play music and all of that. And I think, like, yeah, God will use that for, for something. Um, but, I don't know, film and theater come – like, music comes quickly, but I think film and theater come a lot quicker um, to me. So,
0: yeah. I think the biggest thing that we've managed to accomplish with this episode is um, how big of nerds we are. That's yep. That's just it. We've just revealed <laughs> to everyone – that we're insane nerds, um, <laughs> which I mean is accurate, but like, yeah. <laughs>
1: so, but honestly, though, I. Like, we've we found things that we really like and are really love, and they make us happy. Um, I think that's what's important. So even if like you know theater isn't your thing or film isn't your thing or cartoons isn't your thing or dance isn't your thing like the things that we're extremely nerdy about even if those things you don't you know you don't find joy in those things whatever you do find joy in as long as it's legal uh, please <laughs> this is, we're not we're, telling you to go
0: be illegal don't don't do that
1: <laughs> be legal please um do legal things but I like yeah whatever a shirt do legal things Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness um but yeah like the thing that you have found that makes you happy that you know when you talk about it to somebody else like you can see like their eyes like your eyes light, like whoever you're talking to like they can see your eyes light up and you're like so obviously passionate about this thing like do that like be nerdy about that it's completely fine um to be a nerd um and it, it's a great time we 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 seem to enjoy it um i mean no complaints no complaints <laughs> Yeah, so, but yeah, so I think that's like yeah, like m- my friends have even said that like yeah, we can tell you really like care about this kind of stuff because like when you talk about it, you get really excited. Yeah, and I think that's th- the same for you. When you talk about stuff, I can tell you get really excited <laughs> and be like, huh. I mean, I'm just and also really happy. like a puppy,
0: and I can get really easily excited. Like, there's a new person. <laughs> Give me pets. Give me pets. Oh my goodness. <laughs> anyway. Like RP. <laughs> yeah, I'm essentially a dog. Um though <laughs> <So> everyone <laughs> no, anyway, this this is off topic. Um but yeah. But that's us. That is us. Just I keep hitting my mic. <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem. Um <sighs> just do what you love.
1: And yeah. yeah yeah i i don't think there's anything else nope uh obviously we'll do another episode on more um because we can definitely continue talking about broadway oh yes Um, we could but um for now that's what we've got so bio tag stuff um (laughs) make sure you
0: follow us on instagram i wish you were here pd um that
1: you isn't Y-O-U, it's you. It's you. Um, and it'll be in the description as well. Yep.
0: Make sure you follow me at HannahSteiron52 and Josie at MountainsideQuest56. Um, if you have any ideas or suggestions for uh, topic, uh, for topics for us to talk about on a podcast, uh, you can email us at podcast at gmail.com. And that you that is Y-O-U. That U is Y-O-U. Y-O-U. Um, yeah, and then and you can then, check out our website and our blog at www. expression eighty. Oh, excuse me, adv. dot dot com.
1: Uh, slash bead. Yep, and I know I've been kind of slow to updating <laughs> our blog. The last couple weeks have been insane, but as of right now, the Bob's Burgers blog isn't up, and I think we said last week that we would do one on mental health as well um and that's not up either so hopefully this week i'll have both of those up. we're sorry (laughs) josie's really tired (laughs) and we're getting into the thick of filming but i do have spring break coming up soon so yep wait isn't your spring isn't your spring break this week Yes. yes it is Uh, i'm not bitter It's not, it's not anyway. like I
0: actually get one, though, because I'm at rehearsal 24-7.
1: Yeah, true. I'll be working during mine, so. Yep. Anyway, that's all we have for today. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. All of that social media stuff. Um, And wish you were here. Okay, bye. See ya.